Hey guys, welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Today, I want to talk to you guys about sex. Sweet, juicy, loving sex. So first of all, I'm going to tell you guys a bit about me and my background and my story and my relationship with sex myself. So I lost my virginity kind of at a normal age, I guess. I was 17 and I enjoyed the idea of losing my virginity. So it was really fun at the time and, you know, I felt like an adult, blah, 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 but The few years following that, or many years after that, I actually didn't really enjoy having sex. I enjoyed, once again, the idea of having sex, the idea of being loved, the idea of being wanted, the idea of being touched, so on and so forth, but I didn't really get much pleasure out of it myself. It wasn't until many years later, um, probably about six or seven years after that, where I lost my virginity, did I actually start to enjoy sex for myself and feel a deep desire to be penetrated and feel pleasure from the inside out you know truly within my own body I yeah I didn't reach that for a really long time in my adulthood and a lot of it really stems from the relationship I had with myself and my own sexuality so I feel like I've always kind of been a person who has held a lot of sexual energy. I felt like I always owned my sexuality, but not to the extent that I do now. And a lot of that had to do with getting to know who I really am. So the relationship that I had with myself, when that grew and when that developed, along with my self-worth as well, once my self-worth amped up and I got to know who I was and who I am myself and what I like and what I don't like, And not even sexually, you know, what I like and what I don't like with everything in life and just figuring out who I am, where my place is, what my energy is like, being self-aware, all those sort of things made every aspect in my life better. But I saw a huge difference in my sex life. And to be honest, I never thought that there was an issue or definitely not a problem that I had with sex or around sex. I just thought that it wasn't as enjoyable. I didn't know that it could be as enjoyable that it actually is. And yeah, so as I was saying, I didn't think I had any issues to do with sex or around sex, but I also didn't prioritize my sexuality as anything. You know, I didn't see it as something I could develop and work on and grow and discover. You know, I knew that there was my physical body and my physical health that I could work on and my food health and getting enough sleep and and my finances, you know, getting my finances under check, getting my relationships in the right place, getting my body and my health in the right place. But I didn't prioritize sex at all. And I don't feel that many of us do. You know, many of us 
you never hear people say, oh, my new goal this year or my New Year's resolution is to discover my sexuality and, you know, really learn to enjoy sex and enjoy what I like within my body and what I don't like and what turns me on and so on and so forth. And so over the years, I did a lot of personal development and that's how I kind of got in touch with myself. And through this personal development, my sex life got a lot better. And then I started realizing how important making love was, you know, how important having sex was and being pleasured and that. And so I started studying about sexuality as well. And pretty much any topic on sexuality, I started listening to podcasts, I started reading books, I started reading blogs, and so on and so forth. And I stumbled upon this amazing lady called Kim Anami, and I absolutely love her work. And she has taught me probably the most out of the people I've followed about sexuality and lovemaking, but definitely the most part was getting in tune with myself and getting in touch with myself and exploring my own sexuality and just diving deep into who I am as a person and experimenting, lots of experimenting with different people, different genders, with both male and female, with partners and you know people I just had a physical attraction for or purely an emotional attachment for. So just experimenting within myself and the more I did this, the closer I got to really enjoying sex and finding what turns me on and what my pleasures are. And I feel that this is really important for everyone to do in their lifetime. The amount of clarity and joy and serotonin you can make when you are well fucked is incredible compared to someone who doesn't really know what makes them feel good sexually or doesn't enjoy sex at all in the first place, which is who I used to be, which is where I came from. I saw it in a relationship. I saw it as more as like a chore and a giving back kind of thing. Like, okay, you did all this nice stuff for me. So I'm going to be nice to you and pay you back by letting you have sex with me, which in a sense was just them masturbating inside of me. That's kind of what it was like because for me, I wasn't involved in it. I was just kind of like, okay, here's my body. Here's my vagina. Do what you want with it. Do whatever makes you feel good. And when you come, it's over. And I, you know, I hope you enjoyed it. It was never about me and how I felt when making love with my partners. It was never about discovering my own sensuality or anything. I kind of just gave myself to the other person to do what they wanted with my body, which is not what making love is about. So through this exploration and discovery and diving into, you know, the difference between gourmet sex and gourmet lovemaking versus junk food sex, you know, there's definitely a huge difference when you're just fucking around not really knowing what you're doing with your body not really enjoying it compared to really making love it's like such a gourmet special luxurious experience so I have heard the term before and I like to use that term gourmet sex versus junk food sex so in this episode I'm going to go over with you what I learned and what I think the difference is between 
that gourmet sex and junk food sex and how you can achieve making love and having this gourmet sex and really discovering your sexuality and yeah, getting in touch with your body. So my first tip is don't race to the finish line. I feel like so many times when I've had sex with people, both male and female, they rush to achieve this climax, this orgasm. And then once that's done, it's kind of pretty much over. You need to slow down and give yourself time. So if you know that you have to be at work at a specific amount of time and you only have 10 minutes, you can do a quick fuck if you want, go for it. But if you're really wanting to discover your sexuality and learn more about your body, first of all, make some time. So give yourself at least an hour, if not two, just slow things down. Wait for that climax, that orgasm to happen at the end. And when it does, you can still continue. You can still have sex, obviously. But save that part and make your body ready for an orgasm. You know, you want to warm up your body. It's just like if you go to the gym every day, you're not going to walk into the gym door and then go for like this crazy sprint for 20 minutes or pick up the heaviest weights you can find and lift it above your head. No, you're going to warm up your body first. Sometimes that means 10 minutes of stretching and then some easy light weights or some easy cardio to get you, you know, in the groove of things. And even when you go to the gym and you go into an intense workout straight away without any warming up, it usually still takes your body some time to warm up. If you're doing, you know, an aerobic exercise or a weights class for an hour, it might take you half an hour till you really feel like you're getting in the space and that your body is ready for the workout. And it's the same with sex. And if anything, it's more important with sex. People should not need lube in the bedroom. Unless you're doing anal or something, a woman gets wet and creates this silky smooth discharge for a reason. Just for the same reason that a guy's penis gets hard. If a guy's penis doesn't get hard, you can't have sex. You can't just be like, oh, okay, we'll just fill this soft thing into my vagina and, you know, slide in and out back and forth. No, you can't. Yet, a woman can be dry as fuck downstairs, you know, and men and women still feel that they have the right to just shove a big cock inside of them and just use a bit of lube around their vagina. Well, this is your body telling you that it is not ready to receive anything going inside of it just yet. A woman getting wet is the exact same as a guy getting hard. It is 50-50. It is the other half of what needs to happen before there's any penetration. So what you need to do is do things to make the woman start to get wet and start producing those fluids and those liquids. And that's your body giving you the sign 
that your body is ready for penetration. So I'm going to go over the types of orgasms that you can have. And this is really important because instead of racing to that finish line and just focusing on getting the orgasm and having this making love and sex experience over, there are actually six different ways that people can have an orgasm. So instead of just reaching for this clitoral orgasm or G-spot orgasm or having the man ejaculate, it is important to know that there are different types of orgasms and they can happen at different times throughout the lovemaking. So first of all, there is the clitoral orgasm, which is most familiar and most common and is usually most easy to achieve for the female. There is the G-spot orgasm, the cervical orgasm, an anal orgasm, a nipple orgasm, Yes, ladies, we can have an orgasm through our breasts. And then there's energetic orgasms. So just the body's energy building up and having an orgasm. And this can be released throughout your entire body. It can happen within any body part. So most common ones would be in your ear or on someone's feet or the inner thigh or the back of the neck. So these energetic orgasms can be just a sensation throughout the entire body, like a wave or in any specific body part. So in order to prepare the body and get the body ready to experience an orgasm, you need to be fully present in the moment. You need to take down any guards. You need to be fully vulnerable and open up to make love and increase the love within your body and within your energy field. A good way to do this is, first of all, it is so important to have an emotional connection with the partner that you are wanting to make love with. And by emotionally being connected, you need to be emotionally available as well as emotionally vulnerable. Because in order to be physically vulnerable, you need to trust someone. In order to trust someone, you need to be emotionally vulnerable and know that the other person, you know, that you can trust the other person. And a good way to get in this space to prepare the body physically as well is massage and communication so just being open and actually talking to the other person you know if your partner comes home from work or you went on a date and went to the cinemas and went to the movies and didn't really have time to talk the best thing to do when you come home isn't rushing straight into having sex it's actually taking some time to communicate and be social with each other share some drinks together, something non-alcoholic, you know, in order to be fully present, you can't be on anything that's no drugs, no weed, and alcohol is a drug, and that affects the chemicals in your brain. So we want to stay away from that as well. Foreplay is so freaking important. You need to give love and touch and affection to all the body parts 
men just don't go straight for the nipples and the clit like explore your woman's body and same for the woman explore your man's body you know feel his back feel his stomach the shins the thighs the neck everything you know really touch and value and show respect and love and gratitude for every single inch of this person's body And when you start doing these things, and even all of these things I just mentioned, such as the communication, the vulnerability, massage, foreplay, and being fully present and vulnerable with each other, and slowing down, only then can a woman experience a cervical orgasm. This kind of thing needs time, and the body needs a lot of time to mentally, emotionally, and physically prepare for something as deep as a cervical orgasm. And I'm aware that a lot of women don't usually orgasm through penetration and never get that G-spot or that cervical orgasm. And it's because the body isn't warmed up and it's not just a physical thing either. This is completely mental as well. So if your body, if you're not emotionally healed, if you're still carrying any trauma from any past events that have happened to you, you know, if you've been raped or sexually abused or abused in any way physically, a woman can hold that and even a man as well can hold that information that is stored in your body, that is stored in every single cell of your body. And in order to fully let go and open up and be vulnerable and trust takes a lot of courage and unless you're willing to unlock that and work through those past traumas and events you're probably not going to experience a deep penetration orgasm so if you're listening to this now and realizing that you've been having a lot of junk food sex and you're not feeling satisfied after you have sex you're feeling tired after you have sex you're feeling fatigued after you have sex these are all signs that you are not making love to the potential that you can be doing with your body you know we're all capable of making love and having this euphoric experience in the bedroom or wherever you may be taking this. (laughs) Um, So if you're wanting some more of this gourmet sex, this feeling of being fully satisfied, loved, connected, and also energized after you have sex, start practicing these things that I've laid out in this episode. And get back to me if you would like. I would love to hear your guys' feedback and your guys' experience. If you have any troubles as well, just please reach out. I love communicating with you guys and I love hearing back from you. So let me know what you think of this episode and if you like it, let me know and I can do more episodes on sex and sexuality in the future on this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the next episode.